This is Gemara Nadarim Daf Alamid Gimel as we Baruch Hashem begin another incredible parak of learning Daf Yemi together, the fourth parak of Meseches Nadarim. And we begin on the bottom of Lamid Bees, Lamid Bees, five lines from the bottom of the Amid at the new Mishnah. And says the Mishnah, in Bein. There is no difference between Bein. There's two ways, says the Mishnah, of a forbidding benefit from one to another. One could forbid, forbid benefit. Stam. Hamoider. Hana. I'm not going to get benefit from you. Or, or I could make a neder that I'm not going to get benefit of Michael of food. So what's the difference between these two things? If both of them, we can't, I can't eat of your food, etc. Says the Mishnah, Ella, Drisas, Aregel. The difference is, the Drisas, Aregel, my letter walk through your field. If I just said in general statement, I'm not going to get benefit walking through your field, is giving me benefit. But if I said I'm not going to get benefit of food, then I yes, go walk through your field. And number two, and utensils that are not used in food preparation, that is item number two, that I'm yes allowed to use in a scenario that I only made a neder from Hanoas Michael. I should say, I should say, Michael, as the Gemara will very specifically clarify what is the precise wording in order to understand the Mishnah. Continues the Mishnah part two. If someone makes a nether from food, this is going to sound a bit repetitive. Says the Mishnah, if you made a nether of Michael from your friend, you're not allowed to lend him a flower. The grinding mill or the sieve or an oven, vitanor, avo unizamim. But you're less allowed to give him a shirt, a ring, a jacket, or earrings. So the basic theme is what is the difference between making a neder from benefit versus a neder from food? So, first, the starts off the Gemara Mantana, who is the town of our Mishnah, Rabbi 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 Yezri. Why? The Tani Rabbi Lezer, I'm on the last line, I feel viter aser b'moider hana. Even that which one is mivater on. Even items which one generally forgives on. When one makes a nether of hana, you're not allowed to get. What does this mean? What this means is, walking through my backyard, this is an entity that most people, I don't, you're not makmid. Can I yes walk through your yard? Can I now walk through your yard? So it's an entity of viter. It's an entity that generally people don't care about. And yet we're saying, even though it's an entity people don't care about, when one made a nether of hana, of benefit from his friend, he's not allowed to even get this type of benefit that people generally are not marked on. Who is that Tana? That is Rabbi Eliezer. That is the Tana of the Mishnah. Continues the Gemara. If someone made a nether of food from his friend, he's not allowed to lend him. This is part two of the Mishnah. He's not allowed to lend him what? Enough of Kivra, Vere Chaim. Says the Gemara, Vaha min Michael Nadar. Asks the Gemara, I don't understand. 
You just told me that I cannot get benefit from these items, which are utensils of food, the grinding mill, the sieve, the sifter, etc. Why? What was the neder from Michael, from food? And this is not food. So, Amr and this is the reason why I caught myself in the mission and I said we have to be very precise in the wording. Because step one of the Gemara was, you just said Michael. Step two of the Gemara said, Hanoas Michael The benefit of a food. So a food utensil is a benefit of food. Continues the Gemara one second. Ema, but maybe what he means is, Maybe he means a benefit of food. What's a benefit of food? Utilizing food in a non-food way. Utilizing food in a benefit way, but not food. To chew up weed and put it on a wound. Different ways of utilizing food. So Amar Rava, Rava says, you're right. Stage number three. That's the nether. Benefit that brings to food that is forbidden to me. And that is the scenario in which we're saying in the Mishnah that you're not going to be allowed to get benefit. You're not going to be allowed to get any form of benefit from these utensils that bring to food. The Ran over here very importantly points out that Lamaskana, all three stages are accurate. There is forbidding different entities. If you just said Hanna, like case A of the Mishnah, then what would have been forbidden? Excuse me, if you just said Michael, then what would have been forbidden? Michael, food. If you said Hanas Machilcha, then what's forbidden? Food for non-food purposes, chewing up the weed and putting on the wound, etc. But if you said that's the case of the Mishnah that even utensils that create food. Continues the Gemara. Says Rabbah, we are five lines down. Continues Rabbah on the same thing. Sack, a basket, or a bag. Lahavi bears to carry fruit. Vechamara, donkey, lavi, allow bears to carry fruit. Vafilu, tzina, vahalma, even a mere basket, are all considered, says Rabbapa, hana, hamevi, alidei, meichalu. Now that we're saying the case of the Mishnah is not just Michael, not just Anas Michael, but hana that brings to Michael, benefit that brings to food, says Rabbapa. It's very broad. That includes any entity that is food related at some point. And based off of that, Rabbapa now has a Shiloh. Now that he extended it so far, what about What about a horse to ride upon? Or a ring? To appear honorable. Now, what exactly is the Shiloh? So, the run over here towards the bottom. The Ran is in the fifth white line of the Rans, points out that these are entities, when we say, these are entities that are going to bring you day Michael. How is that the scenario? Because you're, you are riding on the horse to go to a party, or if you show up looking chashiv, you have this big fancy ring at the banquet. They're like, ooh, chashiv a dude. And you know what they're going to do to you? They're going to give you a better portion of food. They're going to give you a better uh, chair. A status symbol. The original uh, mileage card. So you show up with the card. They show up with the ring. It gives you something. So asks Rabbapa, is this included in Hana that brings to food benefit, that brings to a monthly day 
Says the Gemara, similarly, what about if I want to use your house as a shortcut, but not a stam shortcut, a shortcut to get to a party, to get to the party quicker. My Rabbah also was declaring, was asking, if this is this as well included in So proves the Gemara Tashema. What did the Mishnah teach us? The Mishnah concluded that what are you, yes, allowed to lend in these scenarios? The cloak, the jacket, the rings, the earrings. Says the Gemara, Hechidami, what is the Mishnah referring to when it says you can, less, you can yes, lend all these items? If you're still going to wear them, but you're not going to use them to appear more honorable, you're not going to use them to show up to a party. What's the Kiddush? I'm not going to give any food benefits, so I'm allowed to do use your jacket. What does that have to do with food? It's obvious. Elalav, what's the Kiddush of the Mishnah? Even though you're utilizing these items to appear honorable, still they're going to be mutter. Vikatani, mash, iloi. We said in the Mishnah, they're yes allowed to lend them. So it's a raya that these items you're allowed to lend, even though they have some far fetched connection to food, that's too far. Says the Gemara, no raya, the Mishnah is now referring to such a scenario, so what's the Chiddush? They're just cases that are paralleling, they're just cases that are the flip side of the flip side of the first case of the Mishnah. And we continue with another Mishnah. Says the Mishnah on the bottom of the Megillah, Any item that is not used for Eichel Nefesh, Mokoim Shemaskirin, is Aser. So says this Mishnah is basically the flip side or continuing the end of the previous Mishnah. Any entity which we do not use to prepare food or any place which they do, <coughs> where they rent out, excuse me, I said that wrong. Any item which is a non-food item, comma, in a makoim that they generally rent out these items. This is talking about, this is a uh, safer. My uh, trusty Hachzik Sefer. But it's in a place where they rent out Sachzik Svarim. Which, of course, is not possible because Hachzik gives them out for free. But it's in a place that they rent out Hachzik Svarim. What's the halacha? It's Aser. Why is it Aser? What in the world does it have anything to do with food? Because you know why? Because if I'm giving it to you, now you just save five bucks. And now you can buy another cup of coffee, another Danish. Says the Gemara, Mechlal Maskirin. From this Mishnah, it sounds like what was the previous Mishnah? The previous Mishnah was discussing entities which you do not rent, entities which you do not rent, and yet in the previous Mishnah, it was forbidden, etc. Who is this? Mantana, this should be familiar. Amar Ravadavaravah, he as we started off today's year. This is Rav Eliezer forbidding even items which are really free. As Rav Eliezer said, even items which were mavatar on, like walking through the short, shortcut, are included in the Isser. And now we continue with part B of today's shir, a new Mishnah, a new topic. Obviously, it's going to be a first cousin. 
Ha-moider anami chaveiroi, if so it makes a nether, a benefit from his friend, Sheikh Sheikh Hopefully, this will sound slightly familiar to everyone. We had this in Agumar and Ksuvis very recently. And the concept of Sheikh Eloi, Sheikh we had in Shkolem as well. That if I make a nether, I know from you, I'm not getting any benefit from you. What am I yes to allowed to do from you? Seemingly not, you're not allowed to get benefit. So says the Mishnah, there are things you're not called benefit. I'm allowed to pay up your shekel, your machsa shekel for you. And I could pay up your debt for you. And if I find your item, let it return it to you. But only excuse me, but in a place in a place where they take wages for returning a lost item, that should be given to Hektish to the base Hamikdash. Says the Gemara, what do we see from our Mishnah? From the fact, I'm allowed to pay up your machsa shekel, I'm allowed to pay up your debt, which if you think about it, is incredible. So you also own a million bucks. And I go and I pay that million dollars for you. And I'm not allowed to get benefit from you. It's still allowed. What do you mean? You are getting benefit from each other. I'm paying up your incredible debt. Says the Mishnah, no. Why not? Alma says the Gemara, on the bottom of the Gemara, Alif. What do we see? We see that paying up someone else's debt, we see paying up someone else's achsa shekel, is chasing away a lion. We don't view it that you just gained a million bucks and you don't have to pay up your million dollars. No. We viewed it that there was this creditor, there was this loan shark coming to bite you, there was a lion on your back, and I just chased away that lion. So if I chased away the lion from your back, did I do anything for you? Well, on one hand, yeah, the lion was about to pounce on you. On the other hand, no, because the lion never touched you. So says the Gemara, we see from our Mishnah, repaying someone's loan, we're going with the opinion, it's called Avruch Ari, chasing away a lion. Visharian is permitted. Mantan, who is this? Tanam, Ravashia, says Ravashia. Zu, as we turn over to Lamegimel Amid Beis, Zu, Divrei Chananhi. This is the opinion of Hanan, and hopefully this in a moment is going to ring a lot of bells and remind us of the Gemaras that we learned together at the end of Meseches Kisubis. But let's get there. So says the opinion number one, says Ravashia, we're going with Hanan. Rav Amar, who's Hanan? What's Hanan? We'll see in a moment. Rav Amar, Afilutei Medivri Akol. This could be the opinion of anyone, not just Hanan. Why? Gabe Moidra, no. Because the case over here is referring to a unique scenario where I took a loan with a condition, he does not have to pay back by any specific date. That is going to be the case where I'm yes allowed to pay for you because it's true that you also own a million bucks, but he can never collect it from you. Why can he never collect it from you? Because you made a unique condition that he can never, never collect it. There's no date on the loan. So Rava says it's everyone. Rav Aishia says it's Hanan. Who is Hanan? Who is everyone? Let's get to it right now. Three lines down. This is the end of Ksubis. Someone travels overseas. And someone gets up. His wife's like, I need money. So a neighbor says, oh, give out. I feel so bad. Your husband's overseas. Here's the cash. Says Hanan, the person that paid up the ksu before the husband has lost his cash. Has lost his cash. Hanan is of the opinion, which sounds very similar to our Mishnah. You pay someone else's loan, you lost your cash. It's avruche ariba alma. You're just chasing away the lion. You're not actually doing something that, he, that you could ask him back for the money. 
Whereas, this is the part that will ring the bell. All those cases at the end of Ksubis in which we had Machleks Chanan and these Bnei Kahanim Gidoylem, they argued Amru. They said, no way. Yeshava Kamahaiti Mi'ital, the person could swear how much he paid and take back the money from him. So says the Gemara, we have a machlek is Rav Hoishia and Rava. Who is the Tan of our Mishnah? Rav Hoishia says, we're dealing specifically with Hanan, the opinion that says you pay for someone else, you lost it. Avruchari Baalma. Very simple. Rava says, no, you don't limit the Mishnah to Hanan. It could be everyone. I, everyone argues on Hanan and says you could get money back. It's not Avruchari. Our case in the Mishnah is different. Why? Because in our case of the Mishnah, there's the debt was won with an open end. You can never collect it forever. Continues the Gemara. Now we just have to understand, Rav Rav Aisha, why does each one not hold like the other? So Amr Rav Hurkinis, Kedivrayim. So Rav Daisib ben Hurkinis says, like the opinion of by paying back someone else on any stipulation, on any contract, etc., you're literally hanging your money on the horn of a deer. The money is lost. So Rav, says the Gemara, why not come on the Rav, who's the second opinion? We made on the Mishnah. He said the case in the Mishnah is an open-ended loan without any specific date of repayment. I understand why he made that unique case, and not like Rav Aisha. Why? Because he chose to explain the Mishnah according to everyone, and not go with Rav Aisha, which is more limited. That's only Hanan. Rav Aisha, Rav So why doesn't Rav Aisha say like Rav? Says Ravisha, you know why? Because in the case of Rava, there's a problem. You're telling me the case is it's an open-ended loan without any specific date of repayment, and that's when you're allowed to do it, even though you had a nether enough from your friend. But Gizera Shaloi Lipara, why? Misham Lipara. Because what about all the other millions of cases in the world? What about the cases in which it's not an open-ended loan? And in those cases, you would not be able to pay back if there's a nether enough. So says Ravisha, I don't want to say that's the case of the Mishnah, because of Xer that you might come to pay back in other cases, and I'd rather say the Mishnah is like a Das Yachid of Hanan. We'll pick up from Axel Savidasa in the next year, Bisiyata Dishmayo.